This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Talking Otago with ORC. And joining me on the line today, Rachel Ozan, who's uh, Senior Scientist at Water Quality with our Otago Regional Council. We're going to be talking about issues around water quality in some of our waterways. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us, Rachel. Thanks for joining us for Talking Otago. Thanks, Jeff. It's good to chat to you. Now, Rachel, we've uh, seen several reports and warnings from the Otago Regional Council in recent weeks over the presence of toxic algae in some of uh, Otago's waterways. Uh, Rachel, what's happening there? It's summer. It's such such a shame that toxic algae always rears its ugly head in summer. So most of the year, this toxic algae is present, but just at very low levels. And when summer comes along with more sun and lower rainfall and warmer temperatures, it just creates an environment where the algae blooms and thrives. Um, so, I mean, you probably, people, people probably want to know there's two sorts of algae. In rivers, um, the toxic algae generally form brown or black mats that grow on rocks in the riverbed. Um, and those mats can come loose from the riverbed and wash up on banks. That's the algae that's particularly dangerous for dogs. But in lakes, you've probably seen it. Sometimes the lakes go bright green and give, um, and give off a sort of pea soup appearance. Um, that's also toxic algae. So two very different sorts of algae, one black and velvety in rivers and one green and murky in lakes. And how dangerous are these algae? Oh, it can be really serious, actually. Um, I mean, serious enough to cause illness and even death in dogs and humans. You have to take this very, very seriously. Um, even by spending time in or around the water, if there is a bloom, your skin is going to come in contact with the water and you could ingest water when doing things like water skiing or swimming. Um, and as I said before, dogs dogs are at the most risk because they like to play and scavenge in water. And toxic algae, annoyingly again, has a really strong, earthy, musty smell that dogs are attracted to. Um, And the greatest risk is that when the mats of algae get washed up on the riverbank and then they start stinking and the dogs eat eat it. Um, And that can have really severe consequences. So the message is, if you suspect that your dog has eaten the algae, you've got to treat it like an emergency and contact your pet immediately um, because death can be pretty quick. Um, It can occur within 30 minutes. Um, so do you want to know about signs of dogs being poisoned? It's really nasty, but it is um, sort of lethargy and muscle tremors and fast breathing and twitching, paralysis and convulsions. It does come along extremely quickly. So, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just a shame that toxic algae blooms during the summer when people want to use the waterways um, and swim in the rivers and, and the lakes. Um, so it's really important that people inform themselves of what this algae looks like. Rachel, when you say the dogs are eating it, are they actually eating clumps of it or are they licking it or are they just lapping up the water around it? Oh, it, it can be either, actually. So the, con- the contamination, the algae can either be in the, in the water, so dogs could drink it, um, particularly in lakes, 
or more frequently it's um, the river algae when the dogs eat up, eat the dried up mats of algae um, and that's because they're attracted to the musty smell. Rachel, we've heard that three dogs being walked near the Maruherakia, uh, near Alexandra last week, died. Was was that the toxic algae? Oh, that was such a dreadful thing to happen. Um, and we extend our condolences to that dog over. Um, dreadful, dreadful. We have had um, field staff walking, literally walking the river, looking for the algae in that area. But so far, there is no clear link between the toxic algae and the dog deaths. Um, we're continuing to look and continuing to be vigilant, but um, people really do need to be prudent when exercising pets around any waterways. Um, and as I said before, find out what the algae looks like. Um, so at the moment, there is no clear link between toxic algae and the dogs in, in the Manuherakia, but we can't rule it out. Um, yeah, no, that's just a very sad story, and I do feel for those dog owners. And, and Rachel, is it the central Otago, uh, central Otago waterways are the main problem areas? Well, no, actually. Um, so, in so far this summer, we've had toxic algae at Butcher's Dam near Alexandra. It's in the Wainakarua River in North Otago. Um, it is absolutely in the Maniharakia near Otha. Um, and for your Dunedin listeners, they should be aware that we've had um, this week, algae has been found in Lake Waihola. And historically, both the Silver Stream near Mosgill and Tomahawk Lagoon are hotspots for algae over the summer. We've talked about the direct impact on, on our pets, of course. Uh, but you did say that there was potentially a risk to humans as well. Would we see similar kinds of symptoms if there was an issue there? With, with humans, humans don't tend to eat um, eat algae, but they could they could ingest it. You know, like I said, when they're water skiing or so on, and you would get the same sort of symptoms, but you probably wouldn't ingest so much as a dog would. With humans, you, you even contact with the algae, you m- might come away with um, severe skin irritation, and I mean all all the other sorts of irritations you get with eating eating or being close to something slightly toxic so yeah i mean it's a, it's a simple thing to do particularly in lakes if it's looking green just don't go in there um and in the rivers it's more of a problem for um for dogs rather than people just be vigilant um, and look for the brown sort of velvety mats of algae that grow on cobbles and rocks it's very easy to spot once you know what it is um, and also have a wee look along the banks just to see if, the, if there's any mats of algae washed up on there. And that's likely to happen after it's rained. After there's been a flush that's come through, the algae tends to get washed off the rocks and lands up on the bank and then it just sits there drying out. And that's the danger zone. So I suppose, Rachel, that's the key takeaway, right? Um, before you spend any time uh, with your f- family and with your animals in an area recreationally, just hop out of the car, uh, take a walk around, have a look around and, and see what's what's visible. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the very best thing is to stay informed. Um, we do post the latest toxic algae monitoring results on our website along with any warnings or alerts. So people are people can look up to see where toxic algae is that we know of. But actually, it could be anywhere. It's, it's not just because we put a sign up at one place which we know about. 
it doesn't mean that another site doesn't have it. So it really is important that people inform themselves. And if you see algae in a river or lake and are unsure, just keep your dogs on a leash and, and don't go near it. Um, and, the, and the other thing is, if you're really not sure, it'd be really helpful if you tried to take a photo of it and report it to the, the Tiger Regional Council's pollution hotline. Um, we have staff on duty who are able to respond if necessary. Um, and that number is 0800 800 And that all helps, I guess, in terms of um, the up-to-date information that you can get from the Otago Regional Council's website if you are checking it out, orc.govt.nz forward slash toxic algae. Couldn't be more simple. Takes you straight to, to that uh, site and you get some good descriptions of what to look for and uh, and where they might be as well. I mean, uh, with this... That's right. And another really good place to look is um, the LAWA website. And that's really simple as well, L-A-W-A. Um, and you just type in toxic algae and it'll come up with all sorts of um, fact sheets and pictures and so on. Um, so that's a very good source of information as well. Yeah, that uh, LAWA website, useful for all sorts of reasons because it's not just reporting on algae, it's talking about you know the, the safety and the water quality of all of the swimming uh, zones, well, not all of them necessarily, but many, many right across Aotearoa New Zealand. So do take a look at that if you're going swimming in any of our waterways. We know that... Um, Families uh, at this time of year want to get out and about and enjoy the great outdoors, of course, but uh, you don't need you or your your family or indeed your beloved pets uh, falling ill as a consequence of um, the toxic algae that may may be in the areas that you're spending some time this summer. No doubt will be relatively prolific because of the conditions at this time of year. Rachel, thanks so much for taking some time to give us a heads up on all of that today. Um, All the very best to you and yours for the holiday season. Well, thank you very much. And the same to you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.